Hi guys, welcome to Film Happy Hour. This is a podcast where I'll be reviewing movies and TV shows with the assistance of cocktails. Every week I'll have a guest that has an interest in film and TV and get their opinion on the films or TV shows that they've been watching lately. From writers and directors to everyday movie lovers, I'm planning on getting everyone involved. And this week I have writer Gary. Um, he's a writer of ABF Creative. If you want to take the floor and give a rundown of who you are and what you do. Hi, thanks. Um, yeah, so my name is Gary Swaby. I am a writer at uh, ABF Creative. And um, at ABF, we, we basically write uh, narrative-based uh, podcasts. Um, so like one of the, the projects um, that I've worked on personally is called Adventures of Cairo, which is a show about a seven-year-old boy in, in a, a fictional American city. And it's just about him learning things through his, uh, you know, his family and his friends and just navigating the world as, you know, a seven-year-old boy, a uh, seven-year-old black boy as well. So, you know, just, it's just about that whole experience. And uh, also I've written books. Uh, I'm currently writing a series called Gully, which is in collaboration with one of my partners in the US. Uh, it's like a gritty street drama uh, set in, in New York. And yeah, I've written other things like sci-fi and fantasy stuff as well. Um, and I do a lot of like journalism stuff also. So that's just a bit about me. I was say, Jack of many <laughs> trades. Wow, that sounds really good. Oh, and I love the fact that you're writing about um, a black kid. I think that's really, especially the climate that we're living in now, where a lot of um, creatives are writing stories based on black children. So I think that's amazing that that's part of what you're doing, if that makes sense. Yeah, I think it's I think it's very important because um, like when I grew up, there wasn't always that representation um you know maybe maybe there was a little bit there was shows like Keenan and Kel and Sister Sister and things like that but um there wasn't a lot that spoke to you know um the, the black experience if you will um and you know what it's like growing up as a black person or a black child and how the, the world views you um so I, I like that there's more consciousness going on now around like creating and content and everything like that so uh it's like it's showing the real issues that we kind of face uh so yeah I like that it's, it's, yeah, it's really important that is amazing because I know um I have a little brother and there's certain challenges that he'll face that I'll never understand and there's certain mm. challenges that I would face that he won't understand just because of the gender as well as being black you know being a black male is not the same as being a black female and so seeing just now like my little sisters because a lot of people are putting out stuff it, it helps representation in terms of that they can grow with that I had a little bit but not as much as that they can access for them and seeing that this is already being implemented for my little brother by the time he reaches my age you know he's gonna be like I recognize this person I recognize I can see myself in that like there was a video that was going around of um, a little kid watching uh, Spider-Man into the Spider-Verse and he looked like Miles and he you could see the joy in his face and I was like I think that's amazing it's kind of crazy that we actually went through a long period of our lives where that wasn't a thing exactly yourself, yeah. but being mirrored on screen or in books or just anywhere in general even like tv ads but now it's yeah. just being plastered and covered and I, I don't know I just think I think it's amazing to look at and I'm really I'm I'm really excited 
to see where this goes and I'm 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 happy that I've actually got to know this side of you even though I met you a couple of minutes ago but <laughs> I'm I'm really glad and now I'm just I'm I'm stoked because it only literally goes up from here so I'm excited wow sorry didn't mean to go off topic <laughs> no, for, for sure and yeah the, we, we can talk more about that off air too because uh yeah I have a lot of like different ideas and you know uh, you being a black woman you know I'd like to pick your brain on some things too because I am writing about you know the black female experience as well so yeah that would be wow. good to, to kind of talk talk about it a little more wow oh my god that's so great oh, I'm so really excited now <laughs> um yeah I'm so down for that um I've seen I've even lost chain of thought <laughs> <laughs> you're listening to film happy hour with snow so on this episode we'll be reviewing the Adam project was well, actually gonna I didn't realize until I thought about it they're gonna be Netflix originals so the first uh, the film's going to be The Adam Project and then the TV show will be Top Boy and then after that um, if there's anything that you've been watching that you want to recommend the listeners to have a look at whether it's a TV show or a film there's really no fuss or if there's something that you watched that people as people were telling you to watch and then you realized it wasn't what it piped out to be that's also the perfect time for that so I'll start with The Adam Project it stars Ryan Reynolds, Walker Scoble, Mark Ruffalo, Jennifer Garner and those are just a couple of people that are in the film um the film isn't that long it's like a standard one hour and 45 minutes which I think is nice because I feel like we're being overloaded with the two hours and the three hour films so to, the fact that they're still doing one hour 40 films, that's pretty, I, lo- I love that because sometimes the attention span isn't attentioning as much as it should be. <laughs> the film bio is that it starts after accidentally crashing in 2022. The time travel up fighter pilot Adam Reed teams up with his 12 year old self for a mission to save the future. Before we go into the discussion, here is a trailer for you to listen to. Don't look back, look up. Uh, I think we're about to have some company. Stop the car. What? What? Stop! Go, 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 reverse! Laura, this is me. Hi. Parallel contact, babe. Well, you know, you've always said that you wished you'd met me earlier. Here I am. (laughs) Do you remember this? I mean, if this is happening to me, it already happened to you, right? Unless it works more like a multiverse where each ripple creates an alternate time. A multiverse? My God, we watch too many movies. So, Bunny 50, is it really bad? It's not great. Find him. Get ready to run. Plan. You don't have a plan. plan, but I 
know somebody who does. Dad. I'm the godfather of time travel? The Atom Project. We don't pull this off. We're not getting back. What do you say, kid? Punch that shit. Oh, yeah. Spent 30 years trying to get away from the me that was you. And I'll tell you what. You were the best part all along. How'd you get to be so smart? How'd you get to be so dumb? Nice try. So that was the trailer for The Adam Project. Now, Gary, do you watch trailers or, yeah, do you watch trailers? Yeah, you know what? These days, I actually don't like to watch trailers because I really? feel like they, they've, they've started to give away a lot of the movie. Like, um, in a lot of them, they give away actual spoilers or moments that kind of um, would, like, because I like to be surprised. So. Yeah. Um, especially if there's like a big plot twist or something like that. Like mm-hmm. I, I, I like to go in blind and just yeah. be surprised. Um, so I try not to watch trailers, but there's certain movies that I'm so hyped for them that I probably will watch the trailer when it drops. Have you got an example um, ready? Uh, so, you know, I'm, I'm a big nerd. I'm, I'm into the comic book movies and stuff. So, yeah. um, you know, if there's like, like a new Spider-Man trailer or, or like new X-Men or like, you know, Avengers, whatever it is, mm-hmm. um, I'll, I'll definitely watch at least the first trailer. Yeah. Um, but, but I usually don't watch any trailer after the first one. Oh, okay. um, so, yeah. But for, um, for, for, the, for uh, the Adam Project, I didn't see anything about it before watching it. Okay, so then, let me see how you must have had a different kind of insight. Um, I was going yeah. to ask, um, what was the is there one you can think of where you watched the trailer and it ruined the film for you? Uh, what would be an example? Um, I think the last few for the last few Spider Man movies, yeah, I feel like they they gave away way too much in really? the trailers, really? Yeah, like just just different moments and stuff like that, like, um, because you know, I'm I'm I grew up in the 90s where it's like I didn't know anything about the movies that like were coming out because trailers weren't as accessible yeah. back then. So yeah. it's like you you go you go and watch the movie in the cinema and you're just blown away by everything taking place. So I, I come from that. Yeah. So like seeing the trailers now, like the trailers give away a lot of like the cool moments or they oh. they tease them or give away glimpses of them. Yeah. Um, so yeah, I, I just that, that's why I don't like that's why I try to avoid no so. yeah I completely get that I think um I kind of implemented that with the Batman I think I watched I watched the first trailer only to see <laughs> um because I had prejudice towards Robert Pattinson being Batman yeah. so I just watched the first trailer just to see like um, am I being set up here and then after that one I didn't watch anymore because I I was like I don't want I don't want to know too much so the only I did stuff- the same thing 
See, the only stuff that I I found out was you know when people like um they take a picture with the characters and then it goes in the t- the like timeline and then aside from external stuff like that I didn't purposely go and see trailers, so I've tried to implement that and discipline myself in that. But sometimes curiosity. So like the Doctor Strange trailer, I'd been waiting for that for ages. Oh yeah. And then I went and watched it, and then I was like, okay, I think I'm, I think I'm okay with that. I don't think I don't think I need to watch the next one if another one drops. And I'm just I'm content in that. Um, so what were your initial what were your thoughts of the Adam Project? What did you think about it? Did you have well, you said you hadn't seen anything before concerning it. So yeah, what did what were your initial thoughts of the film? Um, so yeah, I hadn't heard any I hadn't heard much about it beforehand, besides like my friends talking about it and stuff. Um, but you know, I am a big Ryan Reynolds fan because I've been watching him since uh, Two Guys and a Girl, which is like a, a, a show that used to come on back in the day. Yeah. Um, and I, I'm a big fan of Deadpool also. And I believe he was like born to play that role. Um, but yeah, so I knew that I would probably like it going into it because I, I, I enjoy watching, you know, a lot of his movies. And for me, they're, they're like easy watches. Um, like it's just you know just easy to be entertained by by his films usually yeah um so you know I went into it you know expecting a decent film and I was actually quite you know surprised at how good it was mm-hmm. um it kind of gave me flashbacks of back to the future of watching yeah. that yeah. um you know back in the day um and yes yeah, like a new age version of that but um, I was actually really surprised also by the special effects and the the uh, the, the choreography of, of like the, the fighting and everything like that. You've literally um, told think... in like all my notes. Like that's <laughs> sorry, it's just um your understanding <laughs> flow as well. I'm looking and I'm like, okay, he said that I've he said what I said. Sorry, but yeah, you're. I'm, you're I'm sorry. <laughs> no, it's fine. I just I love that you picked up on the majority of the stuff that I picked up on. But yes, yeah, sorry, you're still saying. Uh, yeah it, it was a uh, it ended up being like it exceeded my expectations basically like because I wasn't expecting that much because I remember uh I forgot the name of the movie now I think it's Red Notice um with him and The Rock yeah um and uh, uh what's the name for yeah mm-hmm. yeah exactly um um that movie it was it was cool and everything I enjoyed it but it wasn't as amazing as it was hyped up to be in my opinion oh, but this yeah. film yeah but but the adam project it just like it exceeded my expectation like i was like you know that was actually much better than i thought it was going to be so um and did you say they're actually making sequels of this um i it's it's been rumored it's been rumored but you know with netflix okay. it loves it loves to give off a rumor and then come out and say no so um i hope i hope so because i kind of i went into it okay just for context I'm someone where if I rate you if I'm really interested in you as an actor and your craft I'm more than likely going to watch you and then I I really like Zoe Zaldana and she's in it and so I was like okay cool I'm I'm gonna watch this thing and then I watched the, the beginning of it I was like okay this is very Ryan Reynolds and I was like all right cool started went into it then halfway not even halfway through a couple minutes in we meet the young Adam who's played by Walker Scobell 
And the way he portrayed a young Ryan Reynolds was perfect, beautiful. And the chemistry between the two, I know it's the same person, where well, they're portraying the same person, just different stages in their lives. I thought that mm. was, I think that was, that was beautiful, especially with um, seeing how many shows do that in terms of getting a younger one and an older one. And you're like, yeah. I, I don't really see how this could be a young them. I could see it. Even, even when you look at like the press video that they do together and uh, Walker was saying in one of his interviews that he is obsessed with Deadpool. Like on set, he would do the intros to Deadpool 1 and 2 just to show Ryan like, oh yeah, like I, I, I like your craft and stuff. Um, <laughs> but before if I, I get into more detail of how I found it, do you feel like um, you not seeing a lot of um a lot of promo for the film that it helped in it blowing away your expectations oh yeah for sure because because this one i went in completely blind um and i i wasn't even like planning on watching it anytime soon like you kind of made me watch it um but <laughs> yeah um i think that definitely um helped me enjoy it more like not knowing anything yeah because uh, because i had like i'd I had little expectations. I mean, I only had the expectation that this is a Ryan Reynolds movie, so I'm probably gonna like it. Yeah. But um, but aside from that, I didn't know much else what to expect. And uh, like you said, I really enjoyed the chemistry between, um, you know, the uh, the 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 uh, grown up Adam and the child Adam. Yeah. And I like that they kept playing up like uh, <laughs> like the older Adam is kind of dumb. Yeah. And the young ones like smarter than him yeah. and stuff mm-hmm. um yeah I, I, love, I just they they bounced off of each other really well Literally. I think so it was beautiful to see yeah. especially with like the intimate moments that Adam went through like for example um young Adam was being bullied and when big Adam Ryan didn't step in and like he uh he ran off and then you could see he was like I wanted to help you but I couldn't because there's certain bits in your life that are detrimental to for you to become me yeah and it was just nice to see ryan in his emotional bag i feel like majority of the times that i've seen him he's the funny guy which is great i I think it works for him really well but this was a really nice take like he was still like ryan reynolds but it was like oh okay this is this is a nice light to put you in it's not a rom-com type but it's leaning more into the family bag and i never would have taken him for it to take that (laughs) that turn and he did it really well and a, and another thing was I didn't when I found out Mark Ruffalo was going to play the dad I was like what kind of chemistry is that going to be but it was beautiful from Jennifer Garner to Ryan Reynolds to it was just beautiful like even the scene at the end where like um Mark Ruffalo's character is apologizing to mm. Ryan I was crying so much. Oh, really? <laughs> yeah, like, I don't know what, it just, in that moment, it just felt very authentic. Like, there's sometimes when I watch films and I get really sucked in, but I have to tell myself, this isn't real. Oh, yeah, like, that, that's, that's, that's how it's supposed to be. So that's I, know, I know, that's what I mean. Like, <laughs> I just, uh, what I, like, in my head, I kept saying, this is a Ryan Reynolds film. Like, it's not, not it's not supposed to, but I never um, anticipated it to kind of connect with me in that way. Yeah. And then, yeah. So I look. I literally looked at myself. I was like, "Get a grip! Like, it's not real. <laughs> Why are you crying the way you are?" But it's just. I think it was really. I think it was really nice. And um, also, with the the villain, I was kind of worried at how it because you know we've kind of seen this kind of time travel time machine. Oh, oh they ruined it. 
you know, seen, they've kind of milked it a little bit, but this Netflix's take on how they've done it was like really good. And also I found out that Sean Levy also, have you watched Free Guy? Uh, I haven't seen it yet. It's on my to-do. I need to see it because I'm a gamer as well. So I I really need to. I need to see that movie, but I, think, I just haven't like, got around to it. I think you like. So he's the same director. So now that you've watched Ad, the Adam Project, when you watch Free Guy, you're gonna see um, a lot of similarities. The way that he um, panels the camera and the way he films certain scenes, you'll like mirror and be like, "Oh, this is how. This is very similar." Especially with the fight scenes as well. Okay. Like it, um, it, the paneling. You'll, you'll when you see the free, when you see Free Guy, you'll um, understand what I mean. But um, I, I agree with you as well in terms of I didn't expect to like it as much as I did. I didn't. I literally yeah. surprised, especially with how um people are going around saying that Netflix is films are kind of losing that kind of um authenticity mm, and that's what i wanted to say as well like because mm. um sometimes netflix films they like sometimes they can feel budget and um like one thing about this film like when i saw the cast like zoe saldana ryan reynolds and uh, uh is it mark ruffalo yeah um yeah um like when i saw that i was like okay so the budget is going to pay them Mm. um so like i like i can't expect you know good special effects or anything but they they actually delivered on that like it was you know the special effects was pretty good like they stand out a little bit just because like the rest of the film it's like it looks like normal reality and then like when you see like the special effects it's like wow like this is like all of a sudden very futuristic um so it stands out in that way but also i don't i don't think it looks bad or anything so Um, I think they did a decent job and then like with the fight scenes and the action as well like nothing actually felt budget about it mm-hmm. and the fact that the fact that it was a Netflix uh, like original film it, it didn't give off that feel at all like Red Notice kind of gave off that feel a little bit to me but but this film it, it felt like a, a proper like blockbuster movie or something like yeah. so so yeah I think they did a great job with it literally I feel like um because of how um not how bad but because of the bad reception that they've been getting from their other projects it kind of helped in boosting this one because when yeah. you watch it when you come back because I remember when I was recommending my friends to watch it they're like oh but Netflix's films are like this Netflix films are like that and I was like no give this one a chance and so that kind of turned the the pump it leveled it up a little bit but still I don't th- I didn't think it needed that because I think it delivered where it needed to and I'm I'm really glad because I think I had that kind of point of view don't look up when I saw yeah. the names on the cast I said yeah this film's not going to be great you have Meryl <laughs> Streep like you have like these are big you have Leonardo there's heavy names in that film and I was like yeah no Timothy Sh- like there's so many I could like they're literally just coming in now in my head and I was like yeah that's not going to be but then it you know it did its thing I don't think it's like a really good film I thought it was okay it kind Which of film? Don't look up the global warming one. Oh, okay, I haven't seen that yet. Yeah. Um. Yeah. Oh. So they just it was just basically focusing on global warming, but with like they sprinkled comedy in it and like I yeah I don't know. Yeah, I, I, I thought it was okay. Spirit. It wasn't. It wasn't. I don't think it was like earth shattering. I thought it was really long. I'm putting you off the film. It was alright. <laughs> <laughs> It was alright. Yeah. Um, I, I feel like I'm I'm shitting on it. I'm not. It was okay. I think Jennifer Lawrence was really good, 
and everyone did what they were paid to do that's what I have to say on it but would you recommend the Adam project to someone to watch oh yeah 100 I think this is a it's a really fun watch and I think it's gonna impress a lot of people um and if you grew up in the 90s like me I think it will give you you know some flashbacks to um back to the future also and I know that's a beloved franchise for many people so yeah I, th- I think uh, I would definitely recommend the Adam project okay I was about to say I agree with everything you said definitely recommend it um a little insight as well is the director is going to direct Deadpool 3 as well oh so, wow yeah so seeing how he is now with Free Guy and um the Adam project you can only like imagine how he's gonna do with um yeah. fourth wall and breaking it so, <laughs> so um, I have a quick I have a quick question for you because uh, on. one of my <laughs> one of my brethren um he had this hot take and he was saying like Ryan Reynolds has pretty much been playing the same roles since Deadpool. Like he's Deadpool in every single movie now. Like, do you, would you agree with that? <laughs> I would. I'm not. That's yeah. I <laughs> like. I feel like it's like with The Rock. There's certain people that will just play that person. Yeah. And I just feel like um, one thing I've realized with Ryan is that there's different levels of Ryan. Mm-hmm. Well, now after seeing the Adam Project, now now I'm like, there's different levels. There's like crazy ryan and those that's the ones from rom-coms like um switch up what's that one where they um they switch bodies with jason Bray. anyway um jennifer anyway yeah so <laughs> that was in, like <laughs> the early 2000s and i feel like okay. as he's grown he's learned um levels isn't a good word he's learned trajectory he's like okay so this one i'm gonna be a bit too much this one i'm gonna be a little bit but with the Adam project, he's still right. Like when I watch it, it's still Ryan, but it's a different level. It's like watching Free Guy. When you watch Free Guy, it's still Ryan, but it's in a different environment. I feel like he adapts well. Whereas with The Rock, he will be the same in Red Notice. He'll be <laughs> the same in Jumanji. He'll be the same in, I think the only place I've seen The Rock where he's not the same is that wrestling film. Um, oh, I've forgotten what it's called. About the girl that gets um, her and her brother are wrestlers. Oh yeah, yeah, I know what you're talking about. That was the only I time the name. he wasn't. Yeah, that was the only time he wasn't The Rock, but he was in the film for like two minutes, so I can't really use that as an example. So I agree with your version because my friend, um, my friend thinks the same. But she was the one that who was even like to me, "Yo, like I know I chat a lot about Ryan Reynolds, but this was this was good." Do you think? Do you agree with um, your brethrens? Um, yeah, I actually do. I kind of agree with what you were saying too, like because, uh, like I said before. I truly believe Ryan Reynolds was born to play Deadpool because mm. like Deadpool has been around for, for a long time in Marvel yeah. comics and stuff, but yeah. like he, he is the, the, like he is the perfect person to play that character, to embody that character. So I believe like almost he was Deadpool before he was Deadpool. Yeah. Even. Not, like, yeah. So, I agree with that statement. Yeah. And, and I also agree with you that he's, he's learned to fine tune his performance, um, like so you know like you mentioned there might have been movies in the past where he was like a bit too overbearing or a bit too much mm-hmm. but then like he learned to adjust and kind of fine-tune his performance for each film mm-hmm. um so yeah I think he's just he's just really good at at being that Deadpool archetype but then adapting it to the movie that he's in kind of thing so yeah, yeah. no I couldn't just and I'm I'm happy that he's learned that in his career because if he clocked that if he um understood that a bit too early 
we wouldn't have been able to have this foundation to like source to look back on and if he'd done it too late it would it wouldn't have mattered so I yeah. feel like his movie journey and discovery as an actor has been has been a good ride you know obviously he keeps making jokes about Green Lantern but I didn't think it was that bad <laughs> <laughs> Yo, I, I almost fell out of my seat um when at that scene at the end of Deadpool 2 <laughs> where he goes back in like yeah. that was hilarious oh I love that though I love that he's not afraid to laugh at himself because I think that's the best thing you do if you laugh at yourself no one can really laugh at you you know yeah. and so I think it'll just be an ongoing joke because even when they were doing um, promo, so Taika, um, the director of Thor Ragnarok is in Free Guy as well. And so they're doing promo run and they were both in Green Lantern. So one of the jokes on the promo run to Ryan and Taika was, oh, didn't, haven't you guys worked together before? And they were like, no, this is our first film. Like, no, that other film where I think Ryan's in green, uh, something green, green, green bed, green something. And then somebody else trolls and like, oh, Green Lantern. They're like, I've never heard that film before in my life. So they <laughs> like, it's just an ongoing joke. And I just, you know, I think that's one of the things that makes Ryan just a great entertainer. You know, I wouldn't even just say an actor. I think a great entertainer because he he's him on and off screen. Well, that's what we're led to believe. And so I definitely, definitely would recommend The Adam Project. It's like, aside from Ryan's acting, I think it's a good family film. It's just a good sci-fi if you're into that with great, um, you know, dazzle of action scene there, a dazzle of romance here. There's so much going on, but not overbearingly. So yeah, I definitely recommend The Adam Project. Now, the next thing on the itinerary is a TV show which is also um, being produced on Netflix. It got picked up. It used to be on Channel 4 in the United Kingdom. And we had two seasons and then something happened and they cancelled it. And then Mr. Champagne Pappy got to talking. (laughs) And now we have two seasons available on Netflix. Top Boy, did you watch it when it was on um, Channel 4? Yeah, I did. Um, did you? Like, so you've been, so you've known about Summer House for quite some time. Oh yeah, um, yeah. I used to love it back then too, um, and because I, I went back to look at it because it's on Netflix as well. Yeah. And I can't believe now, like, because I completely forgot. I can't believe that each season was only four episodes. Like, mm. but um, that's really interesting. But yeah, um, like I know over here in in the UK, um, like a lot of a lot of good shows like like that they don't they don't do like full seasons like they do in the US like in the yeah. US they do like 10 episode or 12 yeah. episode seasons yeah. but but over here it will be like four episodes or eight episodes or That's three exactly episodes how I felt about Sherlock Sherlock's like four episodes and it's like an hour and a half exactly and that's one of my favorite British shows as well Sherlock ah. <laughs> uh, yeah great taste um say that again great taste yeah you too <laughs> But, um, but yeah, uh, as for Top Boy, um, yeah, I used to love it back then. And um, I'm not sure it, like exactly what the reason was that, that they stopped doing it. I think it was the violence and stuff like that okay. um, from what I was reading. Yeah. But yeah, I was gutted that it never came back. So when it returned, uh, like in 2019, I was like very happy about that. So 
I remember like hearing um whispers about it and I was like okay great now they're lying again they're lying and I've done what we've done done why they're lying to us because I think that it was around the time there was whispers about attack the block before it actually got confirmed it's like so are they just gonna lie about all these things that we grew up watching and just selling us dreams about Netflix to investing and whatever and then obviously the blogs came out they're like no it's actually true I was like oh my god okay top boy and then I was like how are they gonna do this because they um they're not having the same writers as before I think only right. one or two um came on to liaise but not actually like write it and I was like Netflix you can actually make or break this show and so I was mm-hmm. kind of worried about that but let's I don't even want to dive into it so early about talking um how you found it just to give a rundown we're going to be talking about season two and um it picks up from Jamie being detained he was set up by Deshane and Deshane offers him a um offer well offers yeah offers him an offer to get out of prison don't know if that makes sense and resulting in Jamie working for him again it stars Ashley Waters Kano Little Sims Michael Ward Jasmine Jobson and so many other UK actors and entertainers um before I even put give Gary the floor here is the trailer it's just mad that we're here again isn't it I got a link to Spain and Morocco. About to come true with a big bit. More money than you ever seen in your life. Do you want to be a part of it or what? You know how this fucking thing goes. People want to get high. That's life. You see, all of this is just the first step. I have a plan. For showing you. We're going to put them away. You can help us with that. We've got a problem. I need someone to go out there and fix it. You think I forgot? The shame don't speak for me. You look at me wrong, you're done. Can't have people come on the block, stab one of our youngest. Jack, go to work, man. I'm on it. Everything that I do is for two of you. Yo, what the fuck is this, man? Mr. Shane is out of the way. You and I will make fucking billions. I'll always find you. We're the family. I'll ride out for her till the end. Because that's what you do for your family. You do what you have to to protect the people that you love. Family's everything. So that was a trailer for Top Boy Season 2. On average, the episodes are between 48 to an hour long. This season, we had eight episodes. How, I don't want to go into like the last episode because that's the one I really want to talk about. I feel like we have to start from the beginning and make our way down. Um, what did you think? How did you, how did you find 
Tote Boy season two. Yeah, as a writer myself, um, I have to find out who these writers are on the show because, like, I was just blown away at what they were able to achieve and the stories they were able to tell in eight episodes because because yeah. that's not easy. It's not easy at all. Like, and to maintain that level of like suspense and drama all throughout, like, that is a very hard thing to do. Mm-hmm. So um, my hats are off to to those writers. Um, but yeah, like this was amazing to me. Like I was hooked. Like I had to like when I started it, I had to binge it. Like I I almost pulled an all nighter. Like just no watching way. the season. Really? <laughs> yeah, for real. Like because um, I like the thing is I didn't even remember everything that happened in in like the last season mm-hmm. from two thousand nine because. Remember, we had like a whole pandemic since then and everything. Yeah. Like just because you mentioned so we- you mentioned 2019, and I was like, oh my gosh, it has been like two years since we got the next season. But sorry, you were saying. Yeah, exactly. Like so much has happened since like the last season. So I, I didn't remember a lot of details. I remember who was in it, like Michael Ward, uh, who plays Jamie and stuff. Like I remember he was in it and everything, but the thing is like as I started watching this season it just all came back to me like like it just felt natural like it was yeah. just, it was like I never left like uh just, and I think that's because they've done such a great job of just like building these characters and like building the the, the stories and the roles of everyone mm-hmm. like they they do such a good job of that that you can just reconnect with them instantly kind yeah. of thing yeah um and yeah, just from the moment it started, I was just, I was just, I was just sucked in completely. Like, like I was just glued to it. Um, and this is something that, like, because I watch a lot of different like crime dramas and urban dramas and stuff like that. All right. And and um, I feel like like one of the shows I watch is Power as well. Really? I, yeah, I love Power, but I feel like that show recently has been like struggling to kind of maintain that level of like intrigue and suspense but this show it's like it just never waned at all like like it was just amazing like this is like some of the best like tv I've watched in a long time wow you really you really liked it wow (laughs) yeah I loved it I can hear that what did you think though um I had so in the beginning I had mixed uh opinions because yeah. I was like okay yeah we'll go back he's back on ends all right we're seeing the family again um we're seeing the Shane we're seeing Scully because I'm biased already like I love Scully always Sully sorry always Sully Gerald Sullivan always whenever he's on the screen count me there and so I hadn't seen him I don't think mm-hmm. we see him a lot in like um, episode one and two so I actually had to pay attention to the other um characters and then for me, it was whenever I saw Jack. And also from season one, we got to see a bit of like her life in terms of her sibling, her sister, and also her sexuality. And so I was like, okay, I'm actually paying attention now. I'm actually paying attention to what they're doing and how they're articulating it. And then they've brought in like real life problems, housing, you know, um, just drugs being sold kidnapping just a lot that happens or that you hear that happens and I was like okay this isn't too far-fetched and then from then I was like okay and then after we have the scenes in um where then where they're in Spain 
and just seeing the articulation I was like you know what this might not be a bad show <laughs> like not that I thought it was a bad show initially but I was like I think I'm I'm dissing it for no reason because mm-hmm. I jumped onto the bandwagon I watched um uh, season one and two when it was on channel four but I watched it because everyone was watching it I was peer pressured but this time mm-hmm. I knew I had I had to actually want to but yeah. I still was friend like a little bit still peer pressured because I was like okay I can't not be watching it. I grew up watching it I have to watch it now and yeah mm-hmm. no, season two season two is great obviously the like like season finale threw me again I know I'm hinting at it it's just because I just I feel like we need to dissect how that even happened but um overall I did I did I did like the show Pebbles Pebbles oh my oh my gosh (laughs) (laughs) that's all I've got to say about that one there Pebbles I I don't know what made me laugh about it was she came on the screen and I was like I recognize this girl I know her. And then I was like, okay, this is the um, super soldier from Falcon and the Winter Soldier. And I was like, okay, like she's the she's the bad guy in the show. And I was like, okay. So then I'm like, all right. And seeing they're getting heavy hitters, go on Netflix, bring in the money. And just the way her character was so annoying. I know you have to hate a character. There has to be an antagonist. I know that. But I didn't, re- it's unks, I think. I think the word unks was just, irritating me in a different way but again I like the fact that it got under my skin because that means I'm actually paying attention but um overall that it was it was a good it was a good season I can't wait for the next season they haven't announced it yet but we all know we all know it's gonna happen Drake's not gonna let it drop now um but in terms yeah I'll I'll carry on you was gonna ask something I was literally just gonna ask a question but you were gonna the floor's yours and I was just I was just agreeing with you like yeah like um the Pebbles character as well and and that's one thing I love about this show because it has these really like uncomfortable moments um or it has these characters that kind of make you hate them and just like it invokes an emotion from you like uh, like my friend who was watching the show um yesterday I think it was um they were like texting me as they were seeing pebbles they were like oh my gosh I hate her like she's actually annoying me like like it's just I just like that the show does that like it makes you it makes you either hate what, what's happening or hate a character like yeah. and um some people don't like that because they they think shows should always just have likable characters or yeah. people you know people that they like they don't like seeing people that they hate on screen or whatever yeah but but I think that's that's a powerful thing that you know they're able to make you feel those same emotions that the characters are feeling. Yeah. So and it was nice to talking about how the characters are feeling and making you feel those emotions. Um the last time we properly saw Sully, he did um he killed his friend. Mm-hmm. And after killing his friend, you also see that he's fallen out of the chain and he's living on a boat, you know, on the Thames well we're not really on the Thames but you know what I mean so it was just nice to see um how his life his lifestyle really was taking a toll on him as a person and how he tried to not withdraw himself from that but just to find himself to collect himself and just find like what am I really doing this for but then also at the like the beginning of the show, it, it gave me that vibe. And then at the end of the show, where like he, where him and Deshane are talking and Deshane's like, I'm just trying to, you know, g- give an exit strategy. 
And Sally's looking at him like, what does that mean? Like, what do you mean? We don't leave this life. And I was talking to a friend about it. And she was like, one of the reasons as to why she really likes Top Boy is because it doesn't really glorify this kind of lifestyle. It just shows authenticity about it, how some people actually live day to day. You know, exactly. And I never really thought about it like that because I'm seeing this as just drama and just um, gangster show or whatever you want to call it but I never really articulated it to the point that this is how some people are living I knew to a certain degree but not like to the nitty degree like for example um, Jamie's brother Steph mm-hmm. and the, the the other brother I've forgotten his name the one oh, that yeah, yeah so I, f- let's, let's, I forgot his name too <laughs> so seeing how uni's life is going one way he's thinking about his exams and everything yeah like some people yeah. they Oh, no, I was just going to say, yeah, like, especially with what happens at the end, I think mm-hmm. that's going to force him into that even more. Yeah. So, but carry on. Um, yeah, no, that's basically what I was saying. Like, you could already see he was already struggling in terms of what Jamie was doing and just finding himself as a person. And now he's going to be um, like he had when he had the gun and he went to the guy's house to sell the gun and then he's just pulling it out and he's waving it about mm-hmm. and then after he goes and hides and then calls his brother and then his brother comes and backs it so yeah. you can already see I don't know for me anyway I could see he was struggling in terms of I want to be the bad man I want to be the guy but then I'm not actually the guy but now after what happened to his brother he's gonna have to, he's gonna be like you he's gonna try and oh, I'm spe- speculating anyway he's just gonna fall into a pattern of life that he didn't ideally want for himself. And then going back to the initial point of this is how some people live. Some people's lives aren't as black and white as you'd think. And I kind of like how authentic they're making it because even in an interview, Ashley Waters, the guy that plays Deshane, was mentioning how majority of the stories that are happening on Top Boy, it's because the creator has been in situations where it's happened or he knows of that situation happening to someone in their life. And mm-hmm. when you um realize it like that you're like whoa yeah I've, I've heard some of the some of the stories about you know what their man have been into um yeah. back in the day and everything um yeah like and and even you know the, the people in the show like a lot of it is relatable stuff like you know i've seen i've seen situations like that like it's and the fact that it's it's a it's a show of this caliber and it's happening in the uk like because usually these kind of trap shows that they're in like the US and everything. Mm-hmm. Um, so like just seeing this level of production in a show that's set here, like so close to home and everything, like mm-hmm. it's like, yeah, like wow, like this, this is like it's happening outside my front door or something. You know? Yeah. So and and what you said before is also correct in that it doesn't exactly glorify the the lifestyle or the violence because one thing, the one thing it does a great job of doing is showing you. The consequences yeah. that come from from their actions yeah so like you know we see we see what happens when uh when duchene decides to invest in this redevelopment and then you know um the council end up trying to kick out his mom and other people you know um so it's like everything the characters are doing like there's a reaction to it yeah. and it comes back to haunt them in some way Mm-hmm. Um, you know, even with like the Lauren character and everything she goes through, like, you know, she's up north suffering because of, 
you know something that happened in in the previous season yeah um and you know nobody wants to let her come back because of it mm -hmm. um so yeah it's like there's always consequences to to these things um and um the one thing i will say is like the show does make Duchesne seem a little untouchable at times because towards the end of this season I was thinking this is it like there's no way he's coming back from this like especially leading up to the, the, the final episode yeah. I was like there's no way he's getting out of all this like he's got Ruben ready to snitch on him yeah um, you know th this uh this man is out to kill him or yeah. you know kill kill Jack or whatever mm -hmm. um like there was just so much like like not not in his favor basically yeah yeah um and he still kind of like pulled like he managed to pull through and just flip everything by the end of the season mm. so that he was still the top boy um so I'm wondering if like if in the next season they're going to challenge that a bit more because it's like yeah. he always ends up like overcoming everything yeah um but through but like through the other characters, though, we really see those realities and those consequences. But, yeah. um, you know, outside of Duchesne. So. No, completely. No, that's a perfect way to articulate it. I couldn't have worded it better myself if I say so. <laughs> <laughs> it's literally the ripple effect. It's literally what you reap, what you sow. In that moment, you know, yeah. you think if I do something this small or something like perfect example was um, Jamie's best friend because of him wanting to rough up the kids the kids dead the whole the whole blocks looking for the um who killed the dead who killed the guy i um i yeah. forgot his name before so i thought i had it it's gone um ats. Ats, yeah ats, there you go yeah ats, yeah so everyone everyone wants to know who this girl is everyone wants to know who who's in the video who's the owner of the car they find the owner of the car now the best friend goes and kills the guy, like it's just everything is just in a cycle of destruction mm. and now that you've mentioned how they've made the Shane untouchable that's really true because they've got Curtis Curtis coming down from Liverpool <laughs> you know just for his days you know and um I just feel like it's uh well I'm speculating again but I really feel like it's Sully Sully is the glue that's making everything stick because Sully's yeah. the one that went to um, Spain to fix up the mix-up because Jamie was trying to take over doing a, a small, small what kind of blows my mind on that as well is how Sully was able to see that because already he has an agenda Sully doesn't like Jamie anyway yeah exactly. so how did he already know that Jamie was up to something because Jamie had just done it that like the night before everything else mm. they were in line the white woman was the one that was like to him oh um while you're there you know why don't you just try and make your own kind of bond with him Jamie listened and now yeah, uh, out I, here. sorry go on I think it was that um the guy they was meeting the uh the guy they was meeting in Spain the one that um was supposed to be they, out of the game but kept coming back uh, uh, yeah the one the one that they killed um like remember when um Kane like uh sorry uh what's the name uh Sully got the biscuit tin thing yeah. like to, to yeah. give to him and then he yeah. shot him like mm -hmm. that guy he um he said something to Jamie while they were meeting he was like um, oh the know, police you're, you're officer not... yeah the police guy like okay. he said he said um you're not talking as much as you were yesterday you had a lot of big plans then 
sort of thing. Oh, like he said something yeah, like that. So, I remember. And then Jane was like, I don't yeah. know, like it's just like no, I was just talking. And then okay. Yeah. So Sully kind of, I think he kind of guessed from that basically. Yeah. And then he showed everyone up. Um, on terms of you know, Sully and being mad and shooting people up, somebody asked um a question on twitter like because you watch power i thought it would be the perfect time to ask this question who's crazy yeah. sully or tommy sully or tommy uh well you know what because i'm currently watching um power force like the tommy egan show yeah the spin-off of yeah. the power i'm gonna give it to sully because I, I don't i don't like what they're doing with the tommy character at the moment in oh. power mm-hmm. um i mean it could improve but like just at the moment after seeing like this this new season of Top Boy, I think Sully's like he he's like the best right hand man there is. Like, oh, okay. Period. So yeah. Like like if, if it came down to me wanting to pick the, the perfect right hand man, I'm picking Sully like straight away. I'm not I'm not even thinking about Tommy. So. <laughs> <laughs> Fair enough. Fair enough. Yeah. Um, did you see um Sully killing Jamie? Did you see that happening? No, I didn't see that at all, you know, because um, like you mentioned before, when um, when Duchesne was talking about like retirement, like uh, he said something about having a retirement plan. Yeah. So I was thinking, OK, maybe he's going to like set it up. So so Jamie kind of takes things over. Yeah. Or, yeah, that's what you know, I was some... thinking as well. Yeah. Um, so but then, you know, they have it. They, they show him kill, like Sully killing Jamie and I was I'm sure that took everybody by shot like definitely yeah. me because I didn't expect them to you know kill off that character at all um and Michael Ward is such a, a great actor I think he's he's added a lot to this show beautiful asset um, sure exactly like so I didn't see that happening but I have a theory based on that because um you mentioned you know um you mentioned uh what's his name uh Steph is it Steph mm-hmm. Stefan yeah the, the brother yeah um yeah so he kind of we saw his story arc this season and he kind of you know he kind of broke bad a little bit with the gun and everything um and he he was kind of impacted by Jamie not being around as much so I have a theory that they're setting him up to kind of um you know I think I think the writers are setting him up to be the next top, top boy potentially okay so i think it's gonna like become kind of full circle a little bit like he's yeah. gonna because uh, he's definitely gonna want revenge mm-hmm. um and i think that could you know lead to some interesting story developments in the next season uh, i'm excited for that because like i thought when sally came and he shot him twice like two in the chest i thought he would have survived i was like okay cool it maybe was a warning kind of shot something i don't know i was making it yeah stupid. And then the final shot in the head, said, yeah, Jamie's dead. <laughs> I was like, yeah, they've killed him. They've killed him. And I was yeah. like, I was, I, was, I was taken back because in my head, the show was going to end on a nice note, like a nice, nice enough note that if it doesn't get renewed, like everything's fine. Do you know what I mean? We've understood the Shane wants clean money now. He wants to invest with the money and sit back and relax he wants to be good at the money because of you know his relationship with his mom he wants to you know on his mom's memory hence why he did the thing with um with uh summer house also bringing that in sorry i should be rounding up um with summer house i really like how he 
got the husband of the wife and was like to him, I'm either going to kill your wife or you're going to have to fix the council flat. Because I, I thought he was going to let his wife die. Because in a couple of episodes before, the wife kept asking for half and he kept saying no. <laughs> it was better than half, 100%. So I was like, okay, in my head, I was like, yeah, it's going to stay killer. So when I saw that, he was like, all right, um, we're going to fix the redevelopment and actually be able to rehouse you after we fixed um, what happened. Now that leads me into my final question. Did you think Jamie was going to kill his best friend? Um, oh, um so uh, initially i thought no like i thought i didn't think he would do it i thought you know he was going to try and plot against because that was in the final episode and yeah. at that point i thought anything could happen even to duchene you know i i, I thought he could duchene could end up dying or something and if that happens then he won't need to kill you know his uh his friend or whatever yeah. um so i i didn't think he was going to but then there was a certain point um, I think it was when he um, when he was in the park with his brothers um, and they were kind of like remembering their father and, and everything. Yeah. Um, and then he, he brought up the, the fact that they have to leave. Um, once I saw that and like the brothers' reactions and everything, I was like, I don't think he's going to go through with leaving. I think he's going to end up killing his, his friend because he doesn't want to, like he's already kind of... Um, scarred his brothers a little bit like they're, yeah. they're kind of psychologically messed up because because he went to prison and he yeah. hasn't been around yeah um so at that point i knew he's probably going to take out his friend because he, he doesn't want to upset his brothers uh any more than he already has he doesn't want to like disappoint them or anything yeah so, so yeah, because was... i was thinking are you really you're gonna move to wales for a brother like <laughs> <laughs> not even like that but like you're gonna move to like I went to uni in Wales. Wales is far, you know. Oh, you're really? gonna leave everything. <laughs> yeah, you're gonna leave everything you know. There is no okay, not there's no hood, but like there's no like hoodie hood down there, especially if you're gonna live in like the valleys and that. Like you're telling me you're gonna give that up for one guy who got upset that you got sent to prison because of a little boy, and to the point yeah. that even even like he was asking Jamie like why do you care about this guy so much and Jamie's all about his family his family his family so when I look back at that I was like okay yeah I understand why Jamie killed his friend but I doubt he knew the consequence like going back to what you mentioned earlier about consequences now doing that because I was talking to my friend about it and he was like oh I think the reason as to why Sully just came and did it is because how can you come and kill your best friend what do you like when you turn around and try and kill up to kill me but mm. you know the game of that gangster life there is no rules there's literally no rules exactly yeah and and i'm even wondering like did did sully do that behind duchene's back literally that's we, a very that's a valid question yeah so there's that's no something point. they have to answer like yeah. in the next one because like, because because maybe there's going to be tension now between sully and duchene like even more tension than before yeah, because didn't they like have a um a bang out at the calf? Yeah, yeah, they almost got into a fight in that. So literally, yeah, you know. And then also um going back to when Jack talks to Sully, and she's like, "Well, Lauren's back. This guy's here." And then Sully's like, "I'm disappointed. That hurt me. That that one hurt me because I know that Sully and Jack have a really good relationship, 
And I was just like, for you to hear that he's disappointed, especially coming from Sally, a man of few words, he's very much on job. It's like shoot or get mm. shot. Um, so for him to express that, but then also still do the thing, you know? Mm-hmm. Right. The disposing yeah. of the body was a bit <laughs> crazy for me. How they went about it, I never, I never thought they. Oh yeah, that um, was mad. <laughs> Literally, but um, overall, you said you enjoyed the season, correct? Oh yeah, very, very much so. I loved it. Like I was completely hooked, um, and I love like these sort of like urban dramas and stuff like that. So yeah, so yeah, it was uh, it was right down my alley, really. So. lovely stuff um so i take it you'd recommend to someone yeah i would highly recommend <laughs> um I'm, I'm even like recommending it because i have a lot of american friends and mm-hmm. i'm recommending it to them uh, yeah. i know they, they sometimes have trouble with getting past our accents like but my thing is we're all speaking english so i mean that's not an ex- <laughs> it's not an excuse like you're speaking our english like but just in your own way so mm-hmm. so just watch it like get over it you know so yeah I, I think everyone should watch this show if you're if you're into these types of things and the violence isn't too much for you and stuff like that then I think you should definitely watch it no I completely agree I have um my Canadian friend he's watching it and already with um the Canadian lingo is very in like there's we share a couple words yeah so like he voice messaged me after watching um like I don't know something like Jamie so when Jamie was um he came to his brother's rescue and he was bringing out the top and he's like you don't want beef with man whatever whatever and he says your voice note and he's like you don't want beef with man I'm like it's <laughs> not the same <laughs> but <laughs> I'm happy you're enjoying the show <laughs> so um I just I love that and you know it's because they think we drink tea and eat crumpets so um this isn't the best way to show life in London at times but this is for a certain demographic it's not the whole of London you know but um again I I too I would recommend to watch this it was actually a good season and I'm really happy we had uh, someone to annoy I don't think anyone has annoyed me like this do you watch Money Heist or have did you watch Money Heist? No, I haven't. That's that's uh, on my list as well, like on my Netflix list. But I've never actually uh, watched it. Yeah, yeah, there's a guy. There's a guy on there. He's called mm. Arturo. There's no one. There's no one I hate that is so annoying like him. <laughs> so Pebbles is making her way up that list. But um, yeah, it was beautiful. The song choices as well. We had a bit of Burner Boy. We had a bit of um, Suspect. We had a bit of like just beautiful, beautiful stuff that they really had their ear to the ground when they were like, how do we make this as British as possible? And that was a great way. Great way. So I can't see, can't wait to see the new season two. And you've literally put this question in my head. Like what if Sully went behind the Shane's back to kill Jamie? Now that's right there. It's quality TV. <laughs> um, yeah. All right. As we wrap it up, we're on the section of what to recommend. Um, so what have you been watching or what have you watched that you'd like to recommend to the listeners? Um, so, yeah, um, I know you're familiar with the show because you talked about it on an episode before. Um, but recently I got into Euphoria because someone uh, recommended it um, and I've seen the first season so far. Mm-hmm. And I didn't expect to like this show just based on what I've heard about it. Um, but I, I actually ended up really loving it 
because um like i like shows like that that kind of have like a, a dark sort of undertone um and like themes of like mental health and things like that um because uh just a little bit about me i, I suffer with like sickle cell anemia uh which is like a health disorder um that affects mainly like black people and stuff but um, that, that kind of it makes me it gives me a lot of like anxiety and like just uh, different um, like dark depressing thoughts and this show kind of like it just appealed to me in a different kind of way just like the way it portrayed like what the characters are going through even with uh, you know the main character suffering with um, like drug addiction and everything yeah um, and yeah just just the way it's presented the way it's written um and it's one of those shows that it doesn't tell you what's going on all the time it's more of like a subtle thing it's like the subtle little things that they do um that just kind of tells the story and I love shows like that um so yeah I ended up really really enjoying the show and I'm I'm, I'm excited to see season two I'm gonna binge it um I specifically <laughs> waited for it to come out on Amazon just so I could buy the whole season and just like binge Wait, it do you not have now tv no I don't um okay. you know what I, I actually have sky so I, I didn't oh yeah it's on to... sky atlantic <laughs> yeah I didn't, I didn't need to buy it but like okay. uh, I'm, but I'm just weird like that like when mm. when I really support something like I like to to buy it and you know That's show amazing. love so that is lit yeah uh, is there something so, yeah. that... oh sorry gone no no yeah carry on I was gonna say is there something that you're looking out to see now that you because you know, um, that was before is what you're recommending is there something that you're waiting on to see something that I'm waiting on um Better Call Saul uh is one of my uh you know shows that I'm, I'm waiting for as well um which is like another Netflix show that show is like a spin-off for Breaking Bad if anyone doesn't know um and it follows like the lawyer from Breaking Bad basically his life um and I actually ended up liking that show more than Breaking Bad oh wow. um, so that's really so, good yeah. then yeah so the new season of that is coming out in April so I'm very much looking forward to that mm-hmm. and there's there's a few shows I still need to watch like Bel Air mm-hmm. um and I think there was more but I'm just drawing a blank at the moment <laughs> it's fine um I'm also watching Snowfall um with uh Damson Idris who's a, a British actor mm-hmm. he plays he's the main character in the show and that's like another crime uh urban drama sort of like top boy but it's set in America so yeah that's another show as well okay that, that's pretty much it I was say that's that's a nice roster um I tried Snowfall and it didn't work <laughs> fair yeah. enough yeah, yeah it it's not for everyone it's 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 a lot it's a lot slower it's a lot slower than other shows it's like um especially the first season it's like a real slow build-up I think I think I stopped um, on you know where I don't know if you're going to remember this in season one where they're driving in a car after meeting the drug dealer and he sees his dad um, on the street oh yeah yeah that's where I'm yeah, at so, yeah that's yeah, that's very early into the story. Like, it's a real kind of... Yeah, that I can understand why a lot of people don't watch it. Like, uh, especially The Wire as well, which is another one of my favourites. Mm-hmm. Like, those are those are kind of shows that uh, you have to, like, think about and analyse, like, each scene. Like, like, those shows are like books. They're, like, very slow, yeah. slow moving and slow developing. But when it all comes together, it's, it's just amazing. So... 
okay. It looks like I need to go back. I, I, I love watching amazing shows. <laughs> so, um, yeah, I'll, I'll give that a go because I do like Dames and Angel. I think he's really good. I think he's a really good actor and he comes across as a good entertainer as well, especially when he's in, doing his impersonations. Um, it's quality to watch. So I think I'd go back, go back, you know. Why not? Let's support Black Stories. <laughs> um um i watched um fresh it came out on disney plus it's basically about cannibalism um yes basically about cannibalism it was quite weird but i liked it not the cannibalism the story (laughs) um and um the interaction and the chemistry because it's mostly on two people but it didn't feel like the show was just based on two people it didn't feel like um have you watched malcolm memory no i haven't Okay, so it's a, it's a Netflix show and it's basically just two people talking, having a conversation. And sometimes okay. it can be a bit boring, a bit overwhelming as well, because you're like, where's the new source material? And I didn't feel that way when I watched Fresh. So I'd recommend that. Um, if you know you- what, you know what, like real quick, um, yeah. somebody somebody actually this morning, like they they texted me and they were like, oh, I, should, I saw this show called Fresh on Disney. You need to watch it, but I'm not going to tell you what it's about. So like oh, now no. you kind of, <laughs> you kind of <laughs> explained it and I'm like, oh, oh okay. No. <laughs> that sucks so oh. bad. No, but but the good thing is you actually sold it better than they did. Oh, really? <laughs> so it's like, so so now I know it's about cannibalism or whatever. I'm like, I'm kind of kind of intrigued now. I'm like, okay, let me, let me It's see not this. gruesome as well. It. Like it's it's a weird take on cannibalism. Yeah. So I yeah, I definitely recommend to watch. I think Sebastian Stan was um a really good um psychotic person. Mm-hmm. Um <laughs> uh if you're in the mood for like a psycho uh psychological thriller, I watched Deep Water. It it was supposed to be along the same lines as Gone Girl, but it was just really weird. It was a really weird Ben Affleck film um and the edit on the thing I don't like it when movies have too much edit on I don't know the story was mediocre I just thought the thing in general was mediocre I'm really happy it wasn't long if it was longer it was it's one hour 50 I don't know if that's long (laughs) to me it didn't feel that long but I feel like if it was like over two hours I would have taken it off but um I don't know if I recommend it I think test test out the waters yourself to see but I, I don't know. I'm not telling you to watch it. I'm telling you to watch Fresh. I'm telling you to keep your, your eye open for Deep Water. And then what's coming out that I'm going to see is tomorrow Bridgerton comes out, Friday, the next oh, season. Wow. Tomorrow, wow. Yeah, yeah. So if you're into that olden day Victoria take, that's, that's where I'm going to be. <laughs> and <laughs> another film that's coming out tomorrow is Ambulance. It stars... Uh, Jake Gyllenhaal, Yaya, and it's basically about two brothers who tried to rob a bank, but then it goes tits up. So those are that's what's on my list. So we've reached the end of the show. I want to thank Mr. Gary Stoby for being on here. Thank you so much for um, sacrificing your time to be on the show. I hope you've had a great chat with me. <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah th- thank you. Uh, thank you very much for having me on. Uh, it's been a pleasure. And, um, you know, I just want to give a, a, a small shout out to uh, yeah, go ahead. You know, my, my friend, uh, Richard Bailey Jr. and Dana Abercrombie, who I, I podcast with often as well um because you know they pushed me to do that top boy uh review and then I think you might have saw me yeah that's what yeah that's what caught my eye and I was like okay 
He'd be a great, so, great asset. Yeah. So yeah, uh, and I'm glad that that's kind of brought us together to do this because I really enjoyed this. So, um, so yeah, big shouts to to them, and thank you to you. Big shouts to you also for allowing me to come on here. And I hope I didn't ramble too much. No, no, you've been great. Points. You're literally taking notes off my notes. <laughs> was just it was great chemistry on fire lovely stuff um if you want to let the people know where they can find you yeah so um if you if you're interested in checking out um you know some of the reviews and things i do you can go to the coalition.com and coalition is spelled with a k so you know the coalition.com um and you know that's where actually the, those people are shouted out with uh shouted out just now I, uh, I make content with them basically. So um, you can go check out that, but also follow me on Twitter and um, my personal website is garyaswaby.com as well. And, you know, that's where I talk about my writing, my, my sickle cell and all that stuff. Um, and yeah, just that's it really. Uh, those are the main places to, to look for me. Oh, wow. So you've heard it here first. Thank you so much again for coming on. The discussion for Top Boy was definitely needed on my behalf, especially with how that season finale was. Because I really thought the brothers that were dancing, loving it up, doing their thing. Sorry, this is what I'm rambling now. Um, Somebody tweeted, for people that have ops the way they do, they just open their door anyhow for anyone. And <laughs> I, I actually, they're very right because you have ops everywhere. You don't even check your peephole. You just open the door. But anywho, <laughs> um, you've been listening to Film Happy Hour. I am your host, Snow. If you have some comments that you want to share or any insights that you want to um, add to what we've mentioned tonight, you can at Film Happy Hour or you can at me at Movie Connoisseur and we can talk on there. The whole point of this podcast is to have a conversation and review. So if you feel like there's something that you want to add that we might not have mentioned, the floor is yours and you can message us personally or on the podcast's Twitter. Have a great weekend. And that's that from us.